Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Good morning, everyone. So nice to see you all bright and early this morning. How did you have? uh, I hope you had a nice rest last evening. And if not, we are going to basically take this moment and we are going to claim peace over it. We are going to claim rest over your day. We are going to claim expecting amazing things that our God has for us. And especially as we begin this moment together, we are just claiming that he is going to give us ears to hear, a heart that is open to his word, to his ministry in our lives. And today's message is kind of a, I don't know, I just read the title right now and it made me tear up. Um <clears throat> As you know, I don't read these beforehand, and I just read this, and it literally, it's making me like want to tear up because it's so true, what I'm about to share with you guys, and it's something that could literally change our lives. It could literally change our businesses. It could literally heal us where we are in a place of pain mentally, physically, relationally, spiritually, and just all the ways. And so good morning, everyone. Welcome. Day 240. We are just, we're getting close to 250, guys. It's amazing. But today's going to be an important day for us to kind of perk up, wake up, grab your coffee, whatever you need. And let's hear this because it's powerful. We're going to be looking at James 2.14. And this is what it says. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? 19th century philosopher John Stuart Mill reportedly said, listen to this, that Christians seem to have an amazing ability to say the most wonderful things without actually believing them. I want to ask you right now before I continue I want to ask you, have you been one of those Christians where you're able to say the most amazing things about a wonderful God, about Christ who laid it all down for us, and we proclaim the blood of Jesus over so many circumstances and situations? Are we saying these wonderful things? without actually believing them. Because belief means it's not just a moment in time. 
It's not just a drop here and a drop there and an intersection here or there in the timeline of our lives. Belief. Belief is an everyday thing. And how can I, as a believer, say these amazing things one day and completely forget the next? Were they not powerful enough? Were those experiences where you were pulled out of the fire not powerful enough to continue to proclaim a God who is faithful, a God who is good, a God who will come through despite what we see in front of us. As I read this a couple minutes before jumping on here, I literally, Beverly says she's crying. I literally, I just had to take a deep breath and just say, I'm sorry, Lord. That was me yesterday. And I'm here speaking to you about him. I was in such pain physically that I just, I was not in a good place. And I chose to focus on the black dot. Remember we were talking about that? Instead of the white paper surrounding that black dot, instead of the expansiveness of his goodness and his mercy and his grace and his healing power and this amazing gift that he left us, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, are we, are we being a good host to Holy Spirit? When we can say amazing things about a God who loves us, And the next day, act as if it's not true. The author here says, ouch, what prompted that? I'm guessing it's the wide gulf between how so many of us live and what we claim to believe. We Christians make amazing claims about the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ to transform lives, communities, and nations. Imagine if you lived with such radical faith that this power was evident to all. Just take one moment with me here really quickly to imagine. And I'm going to read to you a list of things. If you can put yourself in that space, I promise you, your day is going to be different. I promise you, your tomorrow will be different. I promise you, Eternity will be different for you. Just imagine the conversations you would have that you don't. How many of us in business are called to have a conversation with someone that we know we can help, yet we hesitate? We forget that it's the calling on our lives as an entrepreneur to speak truth and to speak life into our clients, into our customers. And we hesitate 
because we place more importance on what we don't have than what they actually need. We spend so much time thinking, but I don't have what they need. And we forget that because it's a calling, God is saying, you don't have to have anything. Will you just show up? I will do the rest. Just imagine the conversations you would have that you don't. Imagine the acts of kindness you would do that you skip. Lots of times I've heard over and over again people who suffer from depression, the best thing they can do in order to help themselves be in a better place is to go out and help someone. Because then the focus is no longer on themselves and how they're feeling, but how good they can make someone else feel. That's the transformative power of love in action that can happen through us. What acts of kindness have we skipped? Because we talk a good talk, but we don't walk the walk. Imagine the places you would go that you avoid. There is a lot of fear. There is a lot of fear. I I want to protect myself. I want to protect my family. Yet we forget that when we are aligned with the God who created the universe, he has a legion of angels around those who he loves, around those who serve him. He will not leave you hanging high and dry when you move into uncharted territory. If he could part the Red Sea, he can move those obstacles for you. If there are landmines in front of you, he will have Holy Spirit whisper in your ear and say, stay away from that person, move there. Speak to that one. Stop your car, get out, and have a conversation. Give your money to this person. He has an amazing ability to do that if we just stay plugged in. What places are you avoiding out of fear? Yet we proclaim a God who has given us a spirit of power, of love, and self-discipline, and not a spirit of fear. We are called to be a light in the darkness. That is no joke. That is a scary thing. Look, I'm the kind of person who's scared to go take the garbage out at night because it's just around the corner of the house. And I'm like, hmm. That's a big, scary, dark backyard. I'm not going over there. (laughs) If I can't muster up the faith to go take my garbage out, how am I supposed to go into places of darkness? And poof, 
bring light. Bring light to those areas. My dad in the backyard has one of those like surveillance lights. So if someone walks in the backyard, all of a sudden, it's almost like one of those baseball stadiums all of a sudden turned on all of their lights and it's like, Psh. you can see everything clearly. Our job is to help people see themselves clearly. And as they see themselves clearly, they will see him in there as well. The generosity you would give that you currently hold back. What are we trying to do right now that we're hoarding for ourselves so that we can protect ourselves and we forget that God's got us? And we are failing to be generous with those around us. The forgiveness you would extend that you just can't muster right now. Imagine if you were able to forgive those who have offended you, those who have hurt you, those who have harmed you. People have this great misconception about forgiveness thinking that you are condoning their acts and that couldn't be farther from the truth. Forgiveness doesn't mean you have to be best friends with your offender. It means that you choose to let go of the control they have of your every decision for the rest of your life. And you choose to take that pain and transform it into your, tra into your message of power. And therefore, remembering those experiences is no longer a moment for you to feel less than, but a moment for you to proclaim the goodness of God in your life, that he got you through that. And now, because of that, you have the ability to speak life into others who feel like there is no other way out. And many of them will choose to turn the lights off of their life because they see no other way out. And your story may have stopped them. We have a huge responsibility with our stories. That doesn't mean we have to tell every little incident of our lives. But as God starts to heal us, those things, Things that happened are no longer reasons to be in shame or guilt or condemnation. They are reasons to proclaim his victory over our lives. The prayers that you would pray that you put off till later. Imagine what those prayers would look like. If you actually believed that you could move mountains, if you actually believed that you could heal the sick, if you actually believed that with him, you could walk on water. Imagine the prayers that you would pray. It would no longer be a prayer of Lord, help me, Lord, help me. It would be a prayer of praise. Lord, I expect you to show up today. I know you will show up today. 
And it doesn't have to be the expecting of the outcome we are thinking of. It's the peace and the power that we have by not worrying, by knowing that regardless of what we're going through, it's going to be okay because he said it would. Because he gives us the peace that surpasses all understanding. It doesn't make sense. Belief doesn't make sense. And we are over here, we spend so much time trying to compute it all. Wait a minute. If this, if I do this and then that happens, then this will automatically happen. So I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to stay away from this. And then hold on, let me calculate this here. And we try to control our lives, trying to calculate everything because we think that one plus one equals two, when in the realm of God, it can equal a thousand. And so we stop ourselves from praying the right prayers. We stop ourselves from having that skin to skin time with God so that he can regulate our blood sugar levels, so that he can build our immune system, so that our hearts can beat together with him because that is what happens when a baby does skin to skin with its mom, the moment they're out of the womb and they get all frazzled because they're out in this crazy world, put that baby back on their mommy's chest and watch everything come back to normal. Watch everything be okay in their world. God is saying, it's time for skin to skin with me. If you are proclaiming my praises one day and forgetting it all the next day, it's because you have not spent enough time with me. Because if you did, you would never forget. You wouldn't want to be away from the feeling that you get from being with me. That sense of release. That sense of, ah, I can just breathe. Do you want to breathe easy today? Do you want to face whatever's coming to you today with a smile? With the joy yesterday, if you missed it, we talked about the difference between happiness and joy. And joy is a fruit of the spirit. Therefore, it will not leave you. It will kick in right on time. It is not fleeting. It is long lasting. Something I read yesterday in somebody's story as I was scrolling through last night, it talked about how can you be the best parent to your child? And the first thing I saw on the list was Every time you see your child, greet them, greet them with a smile. Regardless if they're driving you crazy, if they're doing something wrong, or if they're doing something right. 
Greet them with a smile. That is how our God sees us. And last night when I read that, I was like, shoot, I did it all wrong yesterday because the kids were just off the chain. And I gave the stare probably about a hundred times yesterday. And that, that story made me think, what is it that they're going to remember of their mom? Is it the stare or is it the smile of God activated in me in that moment? Is it the peace of God where no matter how many buttons they try to push, I am unshakable. What they do cannot push my buttons because guess what? I have chosen this day to go buttonless. There are no buttons to push because the God that I proclaim gives me the ability to not have that experience because what he offers me and what he gives me is enough and it is that strong and it is that powerful. Try smiling all day today, regardless of what's happening. Regardless of what's happening in your business, regardless of what your kids are doing, face your day with the conviction of your belief and watch everything's change. Watch the hormones in your body start to release dopamine and all that good stuff, all those feel-good hormones. And then all of a sudden, because you're smiling, Watch that child all of a sudden change. Like, hmm, I'm being naughty, yet mommy is smiling. What's going on? And that may be just enough to distract them from what they're doing and enter into a different conversation. Or when you come up smiling to that phone call that you need to make, and even if they can't see you, they can feel your smile. That is what God gives us the ability to do. That is who he has called us to be. Imagine the people who would be reached who are now not. And this is the final point I will leave you with. As an entrepreneur, Who are you called to reach that you have not yet? Who are you not willing to speak to yet? Because it's all about you and not about them. I'm going to read you the first sentence of this again. 19th century philosopher John Stuart Mill reportedly said, that Christians seem to have an amazing ability to say the most wonderful things, the most wonderful things, without actually believing them.
I don't want to be one of those. And I know you don't want to either. It's sad to think that that has been the case for so long. That is so easy to bob back and forth between proclaiming his greatness and the next day crying, why, why, why? We need to make space. We need to create space in our minds and our hearts in our souls for him to work. It's time. Let's pray this day in. Father, I don't even know what to say other than I am so sorry. I am so sorry because you say I don't want you to be lukewarm. And when we proclaim your name one day and do the opposite, even in the same day, we are those lukewarm Christians. And it's no wonder why people don't believe in you. Because we don't even believe in you. That's a hurtful thing to say, but it's the truth. How can we expect others to believe in a God who can do so much and transform so much and bring life to so much if we can't even stand firm in that belief? Lord, we are here today to say thank you for reminding us because it's so easy to forget. It's part of human nature and it's part of the enemy's plan. Lord, imprint the word believe on the inside of our eyeballs if we need to, so that everything that we look at can have that watermark as we're looking out into the world. Today, we proclaim your glory once again. And today we are making a commitment to proclaim that same glory tomorrow and the next day and the next. May no word come out of our mouth that does not speak your truth. May no word come out of our mouth that is not in alignment with what your word has said over and over and over again. Fear is a liar. Help us today to walk out of that place of fear and into the shoes of boldness that you have given us to run our race well. It's going to be a great day. And we are going to smile through this day because we are pro proclaiming the victory that you have already provided us. There is no going back today, Lord. And we are going to help each other as a community to keep ourselves accountable to what it truly means to walk out the lifestyle of a true Christian.
We thank you and we praise you, Lord. We ask for forgiveness. We ask for all the things. Just help us. Help us, Father. We know that you will hear our prayer and that you will give each and every one of us what we need today to make a step in the right direction. We ask all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. Have a wonderful day, everyone. I hope that this message touched you as much as it touches me. I wasn't expecting this one today, but it makes sense. It makes sense. And so today, we're going to put those smiles on. I'm going to make sure that this dimple, I only got one, that this dimple shows all day long. Why? Because I believe. That is why. Because I believe. Will you join me in that belief? If you have any prayer requests, feel free to put them in the comments. I love you all. Thanks for hanging out with me every morning, day 240. It's amazing. And we will continue. Yes, we will. Have a fabulous day, guys. Love you all. Talk to you soon. If you feel anyone needs to hear this message, please, please use that button because you don't know. This could be your one act of kindness by sharing it with the people in your field of influence. It's that important. Have a great day, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.